0: This is Pops in a Pod, with Nadir Pop and Peter Pop. Episode 62,
1: Parenting in Bollywood Films, Kapoor and Sons.
0: You know, when I rewatched this film, Peter, it didn't start off with, you know, the sweeping camera shots and it just starts off with this very simple, basic edit. Uh, And then it takes you back to the fact that this is a Dharma production. And it's not set in some flushing meadows and massive mansions. It's just a very simple self-sustaining kind of a house in Kunur, which is in the southern state of India. And you really wonder, I said, oh, wow, this is going to be an interesting watch. And imagine I watched it after like three, three and a half years again. And that's the first thing that kind of struck me. And I was like, huh, I kind of remember this now. But wow, Dharma Productions, who would have known? Yeah,
1: I mean, I actually, this is one of the few films that I actually watched in a cinema. And it throws you off, right? I mean, again, if you go with that context of this is going to be a typical Dharma production. And anyone who's watched any of those movies knows what we're talking about. But, yeah. uh, again, but it's a Dharma production, so it's a star cast, right? I mean, you've got uh, an entire... So this is a family film, I would say, uh, of sorts. And this is Quite story, literally. Yeah, and it's a story of, no surprise, Kap- Mr. Kapoor and his family. And uh, yeah. I don't know if it was purpose, but hey, you've got Rishi Kapoor, the late Rishi Kapoor, playing the grandfather's role. And uh, Rajat Kapoor playing the father's role, so... <laughs> I guess they just wanted Kapoor's in there but uh, of course they've got Ratna Pathak Shah as the mother you've got uh, the heartthrob of the recent times uh, Fawad Khan playing the elder mm-hmm. son uh, and another mm-hmm. heartthrob I think of recent times Siddharth Malhotra playing the younger son and uh, Alia Bhatt plays you know the love interest as I would put her but yeah she also plays a pretty interesting role in the movie right
0: no, uh, she she does. So you have uh, Fawad Khan, who's Rahul, uh, Siddharth as Arjun, and um, you were Alia Bhatt, who's called Tia, and they they also have this very interesting little. You know, you can't you can't uh, stay away from triangles when it comes to Bollywood films. So they just kind of thrown that in as well. You know, uh, I mean, obviously why? Because in Kunur, which is such a small place, there is. There's nowhere else to <laughs> go and find love interest. So everyone somehow just comes <laughs> to that one point. <laughs> no, and I, I, so yeah, I mean, it, it's kind
1: of fun. Like you know, since you brought this up, right? There's that scene in the movie where uh, she gets invited for the birthday party, and then both brothers are like, "How do you know him? How do you know him?" Yeah. Well, it's a small place, man. <laughs> and, and, and the way I'm and, picturing Kanur also, it's like primarily retired people.
0: So... It, exactly. I was just going to say, even in the party, you only see old people. <laughs> there are no youngsters in that film. So it is obvious that both the brothers would actually kind of gravitate towards that Aliawad's character. Yeah. But I mean, that that's, that's just one aspect of the film. The actual film is... Um, it's an out and out family drama, um, you know, I don't know, I don't know if I should say this, but a very dysfunctional um, family where uh, relationships are strained um, across different characters. And you have the, the patriarch of the family, who is uh, Rishi Kapoor, um, everyone suspects uh, him to not live for that long. Uh, his 19th birthday is, is coming up. And he does this very strange thing throughout the film where he's acting uh, how how to die and very, very elaborate, very kind of over the top, even, even cute to a certain extent. You have uh, Rajat Kapoor and Ratna Pathak's uh, character, uh, strained relationship, husband-wife. Um, and they're constantly bickering throughout the entire film. And then obviously you have the sons, the very successful Fawad Khan. Uh, whose name is rahul um novelist and you know bestseller at that and you have the second son the, the the prodigal son uh not successful also a novelist didn't even complete his education uh literally the the you know you could always put him as the black sheep of the family because you know they all love rahul the the elder son
1: Yeah, no surprise, he's named Rahul in the movie. I think (laughs) that that will never change, uh, even in like the 2000s. But, you know, uh, just throwing this uh, interesting uh, trivia in there. So, in the early 2000s, Pakistan went through this whole thing where they had like all these rock bands, right? And one of these bands was called Entity Paradigm. So... This is of course after the movie came out, I was one day on Twitter scrolling and somebody tweeted that it's so strange or I just found out that Fawad Khan used to be the singer of Entity Paradigm and I was like what I've known this band for so many years so I actually went looked up a lot of their videos and lo and behold it's Fawad Khan before his heartthrob days Uh, yeah he used to be the frontman of a rock band in Pakistan. But i think but uh, that's that's
0: that's true for all pakistani artists like if you're an actor you have to be a singer it's otherwise you're looked down <laughs> upon like your parents will turn around <laughs> and say actor you <laughs> singer <laughs> not right I guess, I guess, I guess. <laughs> so in, in bollywood if you are an actor you have to dance right you cannot you cannot True. not dance if you're an actor so in 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 pakistan i think it's it's the other way around so yeah interesting i mean i'm not surprised because i'm just yeah it's interesting that he's in a band called entity paradigm which is awesome
1: yeah yeah but also coming back to the film uh where you were talking about uh the patriarch right uh played by the late rishi kapoor where he's talking about You know, that one thing that's a constant refrain that he keeps saying uh, in the movie is that how he wants to have like a family photo before he dies. He wants everyone there and he wants it to be written at the bottom also like Kapoor and Sons 1921. So I'm like, wow, like he's very clear and it keeps going on uh, throughout the film.
0: But, uh, and that's the goal. That's the goal of the film. I mean, you, you know that, okay, we've established what is the goal of the film. It's it's a family portrait. And now it's just a matter of the journey in terms of how, how are you going to get there.
1: So now that we've set the context uh, for the film and, you know, we know the characters, who they are and all of that, let's dive straight into the parenting of the film. You want to take a stab at this, Nadir?
0: Yeah. So um, I think like any any family story, especially with, uh, you know, whether relationships are strained, and it has taken them, I mean, over the years, if they've, they've grown apart, um, barely talking to each other or talking in a certain manner, it takes a tragedy, right, to get the entire family together. And in this case, it has to be um, the grandfather who, after all that acting of him, you know, dying, he. Actually collapses one day, of a of a massive heart attack, and he's he's admitted, and that's when you start seeing sort of everyone coming together, and that's when you really start really diving into the parental aspects, right, of both Raj, uh, Rajat and Ratna, and it's very fast. I think it's it's very quick. They don't spend too much time. You look at the characters, and you just understand, oh, this this is the kind of father that he is, or ratna patak this is the kind of mother and it stays true you know throughout throughout the throughout the film so um, rajat uh, retired uh, bank employee uh, constantly worrying about money constantly working on his accounts like his first shot of is is him working on accounts and numbers and very crabby early in the morning um, tells Ratna Pathak to, you know, get her chai uh, tea away from his papers, because they will get spoiled or whatever. So, so, you know, he's a bit of a, um, I, I wouldn't say a control freak, but he's just anxiety levels are way high up. He's constantly worried about something or the other. And I think it kind of rubs off on, on Ratna Pathak also, because she, it it seems that she wanted to live a certain life which is true to I think, any typical Indian mother, but she sacrificed it either for the husband, or the kids, and she, she, she didn't get to do what she wanted. And that also comes off very clearly that if late in her life, she wanted to start her own catering business, but the husband has no money because he's paying off his debts and he's taking care of the father. So you clearly see that a scenario has been built, where both the parents have individual problems. And then comes, obviously, the the couple problems. Yeah,
1: I mean, like, you know, the thing that also kind of sets it off off is if you think about uh, them having like this family reunion, right? Like both the sons come after five years and you would normally think in any family that it would be a happy occasion. Well, it stays happy just for like a minute, I guess, before like everyone's (laughs) spiraling and fighting. And there are a lot of issues that they've not dealt with. And it's both Mm -hmm. as a couple uh, as well as a family, right? Which then just keep boiling up and coming out. And, oh, you know, definitely one scene that uh, kind of is an example of what we're talking about, the dysfunctional family, right? Is uh, when they have a leak in the bathroom and uh, the plumber comes to kind of like fix it and, you know, the water just explodes or gets out of control. And then that's when like the emotions get out of control. Everyone's screaming at each other. The brothers are screaming at each other. The parents are screaming at each other. Then they're all screaming at each other. So it just goes like, (laughs) wow. Like, don't want to be in that house at that point.
0: Yeah, I mean, that that's the antithesis of a, of a perfect reunion, right? After when you're meeting after five odd years. Um, that's the least that you expect. But then, you know, that family has always seen some form of drama, um, especially when the boys are kind of growing up and they've reached a point where they both know what they want to do. With their lives, and you know, obviously, then the drama unfolds. We'll obviously get to that, but it's like a bar fight, right? <laughs> it's open for all. You hit somebody else, uh, and then, uh, you know, you you, you you don't want to be a part of the fight, but you still feel like hitting someone, then you just go and randomly hit anyone. <laughs> so it's free for all. Even the plumber gets involved, and he's like, Should I leave? Should I not? And he's also getting plastered over there. So, uh, it's it's comedy of errors, you get it, but. Yeah, you, you just kind of figure what kind of parents these these people have been. And I, I know couples in real life who are like that. Um, they don't care where they are. You know, even in public, they'll do a very personal brawl. Um, just completely um, mindless in terms of who's around you. Or, you know, zero sense of propriety in terms of, okay, you know what, let's take this into our private chambers and have a mature discussion. No, it's like free for all. Ah, Okay, let's do it in public, who cares? So what if the plumber is here? So what if the boys have come after five years? So I completely connect with it because I know such people who no filter, who don't really care where they are, what they're doing, and they'll just go at it, you know, and then eventually they'll kind of simmer down because one person will back off. I'm surprised like nobody hit someone at that point, you know, usually you always assume somebody's got so aggressive that somebody has hit someone. So, um, in a way, that's, I I guess, that's okay. (laughs) But yeah, it was kind of weird to see. Uh, Or maybe not, actually, it wasn't weird to see. But it was, yeah, it it happens, I guess.
1: Yeah. So, let's dive into, like, at least some of the parenting traits that we noticed, right? I mean, uh, one thing we already alluded to, right? I mean, you see at least with the mother, Ratna Bhattak, that she clearly favours one child over the other. That in a way has kind of driven a wedge between the sons. I mean, you see in their reunion, right, it's kind of very soon turns sour because hey, the elder son gets his room exactly as he wants. The younger son goes like, you changed my room without telling me. Uh, small stuff like, you know, she cooks the elder son's favourite food. The younger son's like, hey, what about me? So, like, you can clearly tell that now you're seeing the kind of parenting style is there, right? I mean, uh, of course, the successful one is favored over the not-so-successful one. And as the movie kind of progresses, you see how the mother has been instrumental in
0: that, right? No, and it's just not the mother, uh, you know, Peter. It's even the father, Rajat Kapoor the the kind of situations and experiences that we see in the film uh, he also clearly favors uh, rahul right uh, and for all the reasons that you said because he's successful he's a great novelist um, you know bestseller both of them living abroad but he has a certain lifestyle and the younger brother has a certain lifestyle um, but if you notice <clears throat> there are certain there are certain pointers that, that kind of uh, get highlighted here, which is when they're sitting for the first time at the dinner table, right after um, you know, they've come and they're eating together. Instead of saying, so how are you guys doing and what are you up to? Come on, tell me it's been five years, you know, come on, uh, unload, unload. No, the conversation goes straight to, "Acha, you left that job also in one month, that website job, you left that so what are you doing now? That's all you've been doing every six months. And it's, it's amazing because it's very true, right? Um, Like typical Indian fathers, they're constantly finding ways to compare you to some other successful kid slash sibling, or uh, they, they, they are prying in your workspace to an extent where you're thinking, why are you so like worried? You're retired, your life is done. Get a hobby. <laughs> Stop nagging me, right? So you see, you see that happening. But in 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 the case of Arjun, it is very sad because he is getting compared directly with his older brother. So it's not that the person that he's getting compared to is outside the family. He's sitting right next to him. So I I get it, like why he's he's so frustrated with his parents and both his parents, right? The mother and the father constantly comparing him to the older son they clearly don't favor him i think it's it's visually and verbally very direct that it's not going to happen but you know peter it's sad uh, <laughs> no matter how many times we ask this question to a parent uh, who have two or more children that who's your favorite and they say oh they're all equal i call bullshit on <laughs> that they always have a favorite one
1: yeah yeah and i think it, it's more like not about how, what you say but how you kind of conduct yourself and what you do right I think that uh, definitely plays a role and you can tell. Um, Another thing I think that definitely comes up and we talked about it already is how the entire family kind of deals with their problems, right? I mean, it's all these lies that kind of lead to further problems. And then like we talked about that bathroom leak scene, which kind of just goes out. Everyone kind of has that thing, but... There's a scene where I think the uh, elder son, uh, Rahul, says to the mother, right, that, you know, nobody is kind of uh, clean or, uh, I mean, the the term he uses is dudh ka dhula, means spotless, I guess, but nobody's spotless in the family, like everyone has their own things. And if you think about it, everyone kind of has their own skeletons in the closet of, of sorts, right?
0: Yeah. No, I... I yeah, and this gets highlighted via um, the father, Rajat Kapoor, who at this point seems like he's having an affair, which feeds into Ratna Pathak's character, um, who is constantly bickering with him. And then, then you see, you you see, okay, that okay, now we know as to why they are behaving like this towards each other in the in the past, you know, a couple of years. Because clearly, uh, there is a wedge that has been driven between, um, you know, both husband and wife. Um, marriage is kind of on the rocks and during the film, even even uh, Rahul says that instead of looking at my problems, why don't you fix your marriage first, right? Happens much later. But even the boys notice it. And th- that's the thing. Everyone's trying to be so quiet about it. Everyone's trying to pretend as if nothing's wrong. Everyone's trying to just look at the look at the bright side. There, there is no bright side. Uh, as an audience, you can see very clearly what's happening to them as a couple. Uh, you know, parenting to it doesn't really even matter at this point in time because they're dealing with two adult boys. But uh the minute they become a unit, it's it's like going back to, you know, the the heydays where uh, they, they're trying to mollycoddle their kids in a certain manner while they're having their own problems. So it's as if nothing's, nothing's gone wrong. And I think that is the fundamental problem with any relationship where there's no clear communication happening. Everyone's just trying to hide something. Everyone's just trying to lie and then lie upon lie upon lie. It's it's going to become a tower that's going to collapse one day and it eventually happens.
1: Yeah, yeah, com- completely. I mean, in if you see like everyone has their own lies that they're kind of uh, putting (coughs) hiding together and each time that they come up I think those are like the peaks right because the movie is kind of uh, like we were discussing you're waiting for something to happen and then suddenly out of nowhere Mm -hmm. they drop like one bombshell in there and then slowly (laughs) there's another bombshell uh, dropped in there but you know Another thing that happens is you have the grandfather in there, the late Rishi Kapoor, right? How he yeah, kind of, yeah. he's the one that's keeping this family kind of together, right? You see uh, him with the boys, uh, both uh, Rahul and uh, Karan, right? How he's talking to them, telling them old stories, getting all nostalgic. Uh, you have the... Mandakini, yeah, I, I think that's the name of the actress. Where he's talking, yeah, uh. And, uh, talking about that movie and all of that, talking about his wife, and I think those are like the, the lighter scenes uh, of the movie where you're like, wow, like you know, he's a cool grandfather. I wish I had a cool grandfather like him uh, in there. So that that was fun to see how he kind of brings together the family, holds them together, and. Uh, Still wants that photo, right? He keeps goes on going on about that photo.
0: No, absolutely. I I love Rishi Kapoor's character. Um, you know his get up, the makeup, everything. Like really, really cool guy. And uh, what I found funny was that he was an ex army man. Like I somehow just can't picture young Rishi Kapoor to be <laughs> an army person. So aside the fact, but you know, you know what? What's the interesting thing? Uh, and I think it's, it's smartly done in the film, is that the four main characters have their own set of problems, their own set of secrets, lies, whatever. Right? Rishi Kapoor is on the other end of the spectrum, where he is no filter, right? Right? Hashtag no filter will say anything and everything that comes to his mind or his mouth. I mean, he's living life to the fullest. He has no secrets to hide. He has no lies. He just says whatever comes to his mind. right? I remember there was this one dialogue uh, where he he talks about his wife and he says that... (laughs) wild <laughs> couple like as a grandson I don't want to know that man like, yeah that's yeah, yeah. too much information don't tell me that stuff you're a wild couple so I, I like that contact that you have these four headless chicken in the house running around but you have you have the head of the family who's you know very well sorted and um it's cool to have a, um, you know, a, a grandparent. I mean, you've you've grown up with your your grandmom. So you would clearly be able to connect with that. I, I've lived with my grandparents for uh, a very good uh, part of my life. So I remember some very cherished memories uh, with them, especially when they kind of dive back into, you know, their childhood and they, they speak about, uh, you know, so fondly they speak about those days, right. So I like that. And the boys, seem the happiest with the with the grandfather. And I think the worst with their parents because it seems like they're putting on a mask every time you know, they come in front of their parents because they know they're facing problems. But even as their sons, they just don't feel like confronting them. They one, like, okay, forget it. Just, you know, let's sweep it under the carpet. But hey, look, look, granddad's there. Let's go have, you know, hang out with them and have fun. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, every Indian kid can kind mm. of uh, relate
1: to the grandfather's character, right? I mean, he's that grandfather who, when your parents say that you cannot have a certain toy or a certain ice cream or something like that, he'll just purposely give it to you to spite your parents. <laughs> he seems exactly like that uh, kind of uh, grandfather. And it, it's it's kind of uh, strange that way then, right, mm. that it takes his birthday party for everything to kind of blow up and like now there's like no holes barred like this seriously creates the wedge uh in the family everyone's issues like come to four and in a way that kind of, you see it right like how it affects him also because he just had that one thing that he wanted uh, you see him as this uh, you know very paternal character now he's suddenly really upset by how instead of bringing together people, everyone kind of goes, drifts apart. I mean, you see the marriage kind of drift apart. You see the brothers' uh, bond kind of breaking up. All of that happens all at the same time, right? And I think for me, that was like the moment in the movie. Or like, okay, how it, this is not going to be like a happy ending in this movie after this, right? Or is there going to be one?
0: Which is which is I think very. Um... It's, it's it's a very poignant um part of the film where we strive for happiness as a as a family even as individuals um, but the sooner we realize that every journey doesn't necessarily need to have a happy ending the better it is for you to deal with real life right because it's only in and if you remember peter there is a there is a very lovely line that Rahul tells his brother, Arjun, when Arjun is, you know, that, how's your life? Arjun is talking about his life and how it's, you know, just not all that great because his older brother is so successful and blah and blah. And I remember Rahul says that you try and find the happiness in stories because they lack in your real life. And I think that was such a beautiful line, you know, Peter. It's so, it's so true. In today's day and age, you try and find happiness in other people's lives on social media and Instagram for sure, because you're constantly looking at other people's posts like, hey, he's in Maldives, I'm sitting in Mumbai, <laughs> you know, and I think that was so, that's so nice. Like, yeah. I think that was one moment of that bond between the two siblings that I really appreciated because those are the things that I suppose, you know, siblings should kind of uh, do. And, you know, now that even that I'm I'm older and my sister's older, oh. we, we speak a lot more now, you know, because now we realize we're mature, we're not going to yell and shout at each other. So... I, I really connected with that.
1: So it, it's kind of strange, right, that we're bringing this up now, but both you and me are elder siblings. So both of us, I'm yeah. pretty sure, watched the movie and said, no, I'm not like that Rahul <laughs> character. Like, I'm not that. Like, mom doesn't favor me or dad doesn't favor me, right?
0: <laughs> no, true. And, and imagine, Peter, both of us have sisters, younger sisters. Imagine in this film, if you throw in a daughter, like, I would love to know the dynamics then, right? Like, now who are you going to favor? And for what reason? And why? And what will you push that daughter to do? Like, I have these strange questions in my head, but because both of them are sons, you are like, "Ha, okay, it. Ha, okay. They're on the parallel, let them do. One is an idiot, the other one is a very smart guy. So yeah, cool. But uh, the the bonding, I think, is is very important. Um, where they're constantly fighting and bickering and they come to blows, which I found very strange. Like, I, I don't know if like brothers would really kind of do that in that kind of a family. Set up, um, but I, I like the bonding. I really like how both the brothers are, you know, sneaking out for a smoke or you know going out for a drink or whatever. That that's nice. You know, the younger one trying to teach the older one um, how how to drive, and you know those personal jibes. You're so successful, you have so much money, and still you can't you know learn how to drive. And that, that was nice. I like that. I like that connection, which is a complete offset of the parent because the parents you show fighting, 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 never having a happy moment. But at the at the same time, you have the brothers who is slightly more realistic. They're fighting also, but then they make up also. And then they're having a moment as well. So a lot of interesting things happening over there.
1: Yeah. Another thing also is, I mean, we've talked so much about all the other characters, right? Uh, Alia Bhatt, who plays the love interest for both brothers. Uh, what's interesting over there with her character is that, you know, you find out uh, soon that she doesn't have parents. So, for me, also, another interesting scene was, you know, where Siddharth Malhotra, after the kind of blow-up at the house, uh, is sitting with her in a graveyard of all places. Uh, (laughs) And apologizing for his family behavior and saying that, you know, my family doesn't behave this way. Actually, they don't behave this way in public. And, like, he's being all apologetic and all of that. And then she suddenly just looks straight at him and says, but, you know, at least you've got Mm -hmm. your parents, Right. And, you know, at that moment, it's just, like, one of those, like, get sucker-punched because you don't know what to reply (laughs) or what to say. And, like, I still remember watching it in the cinema and going, like, okay, like, now what do you do, right? How does this go after this? But, uh, yeah, she constantly talks about it. And, like, I think... As much as there's the bickering and the fighting and all of that, right? The fact that, you know, at least he's got parents. She lost her parents when she was young. So that good contrast you see in there. So uh, it it makes a lot of sense why her character, or at least they have her in there, in addition to just being the love interest, right?
0: No, very, very true, uh, Peter. The, you, you've pointed it out, um, you know, bang on. Which is the fact that the reason Alia Bhatt's character is Tia, um, her, the reason why she's so bubbly and effervescent, or whether it's a put on thing, or whether she eventually got over her parents' loss and has become this happy person, maybe she's, um, you know, counseled into becoming this really happy person. I, I think, I think it's 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 good. And somewhere, I think, um, for Arjun, uh, played by Sadat Malhotra, um kind of realizes, you know, through the acting, you can, you can sense that at least I have parents, right? So what if I'm the neglected son? So what if I'm being treated like an adopted son? <laughs> there is a jibe also <laughs> where Rahul says that, huh, you're the adopted son. Uh, he still appreciates the fact that he has somebody to look after him at, at some point, even though he's moved away and he doesn't really... Um, you know is too close to them but it dawns on him and, and and this film does that to you you know you you tend to underestimate your parents after so many years because you take them for granted you know um it, it, but it's when somebody points out you know what it's like not to live with parents is i think when it kind of dawns on you and you're like no no you're absolutely right and um but nothing happens, you know. <laughs> After that, I was just like, yeah, yeah, okay, let's make out.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a little.
0: That was little... a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. There's one other thing um, which was very smartly thrown in the storyline, which is um, Rajat Kapoor, right? The, the father. He also has a, a brother, right?
1: Yeah.
0: A younger brother, but very successful younger brother. Um, he also. Uh, helps in um, the upkeep, not the upkeep, but taking care of the father financially, even though they don't live together. Um, and then there's this whole, this this whole uh, scene where the entire family comes together, right, for the for the photograph, and they are they are they're singing songs, and they're just catching up and they're hanging out and then you know the quintessential photo album comes out and you're kind of jogging through the old memories. And that was for the for once uh while watching the film, it felt like, oh wow, this is amazing. Imagine all siblings and their kids coming together. Just just, you know, can you you can feel the energy of the room has completely changed, but that's just momentary. It's just like you know, maybe five minutes of of movie time, and then after that, it just all goes back to being normal. But um, the the dynamic that we see between Rahul and Arjun, um, you you can also relate that to Rajat Kapoor and his his brother because it's the same thing, right? Um, two brothers. Uh, One very successful, one struggling with money and trying to kind of, you know, put things together. And then you see the same reflection in Rajat Kapoor's uh, kids as well. I mean, they're they're facing the same same problems. I feel somewhere um, that has impacted Rajat Kapoor in terms of expectations that, you know what, I didn't lead a very successful life, but at least I'll push one kid <laughs> to get it right. The other one can, do, you know, go to hell or do whatever that he wants. So I, I feel it, it kind of stems from there. Like your past is so so crucial in in uh, in in your future decisions that I, I feel this is the outcome. And then it just it it doesn't work out right for you, you know, when when you try and replicate a certain model or a formula on your kids, and you don't don't just let them be, and you have this this crown of heavy, heavy expectations hanging on your head, and then it doesn't work out.
1: Yeah, true. I mean, I completely agree with you. Uh, Expectations is also something that you see them having uh, the relationship, right? I mean, so like you said, the relationship between uh, Rajat Kapoor and his brother, right, also kind of gets reflected in the uh, relationship between the brothers, Karan and Rahul, And uh, you also see that, you know, the strain between the brothers is partly because of the expectation the parents have on them, right? I mean, uh, so, you know, you see in the movie itself, right, where the parents are expecting the younger brother, Arjun, to have the same kind of lifestyle, uh, career success, uh, all of that in there. But at the same time, you know, we find out, uh, in one scene where, you know, Fawad Khan, who's the older brother, Rahul, coming out uh, to his parents. And I think that line really, for me, encapsulate how... Uh, or the line that he says then, right? When, you know, the parents are reacting to him being gay, saying that, you know, are you upset with me lying to you or that I'm not, like, fitting that mould that you want, right? And that's the thing. Like, they have... And that's the point you realize that it's not just the younger son that they are having expectations and putting on because the mother keeps kind of uh, throwing jibes at the older son, uh, Rahul, saying that, you know, when are you getting married, when are you settling down and all of that? And there's that expectation that she had from her older successful son. And now the reality hits her that, you know, he's not going to be doing that uh, in there. And it's that tussle in there. So, you know, I think it's a very... uh, typical Indian scenario or in general, parent scenario, right, where you have these unrealistic expectations from your kids. And then when it doesn't go the way you expect it, then you have that, oh my God, now what do I do moment, right?
0: Absolutely. I I like the what what do I do moment, because um, I'm not going to give away too much. uh, But it's the hypocrisy. Uh, especially of Ratna Pathak where she says this entire house is built on lies and everyone's been lying to me and everyone is telling me things that they, you know, they should have told me way back, nobody trusts me. And it's, it's in the end, you really, you realize it's Ratna Pathak who's been kind of hanging on to the, the biggest truth of the moment, which, um, you know, causes this massive rift between, between the brothers and, uh it kind of closes the loop, right? You you feel that it's always the other person who's a problem. But, you know, typical one p- p- finger pointing at somebody else, it's the, the, the four other fingers pointing back at you. Um, and I think that was the moment where it all it all kind of you know comes together and it's like oh man it's it's so sad it kind of runs so deep in 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 the family uh and the lies and the problems and the um you know this unnecessary expectations and in the end you just you just know what what the real real problems are but i would like to end on the the point that communication is so crucial right no matter what your relationship with whoever it is uh, in this case it's the family and communication is it's so crucial even if you are not pally pally but you've got to keep your lines of communication open even if it's a short chat but you're like, communicating something very important it's it's needed uh, as opposed to coming out in completely different circumstances and taking you by surprise and this is what i learned from the film which is you've got to keep your communication lines open all the time no matter what because there will be those situations where you wanted to say so much to your parents and or whoever whoever you're close to and for whatever reason you couldn't and by, by the time you wanted to and it's become too late
1: Yeah, I totally agree I mean like if you think about all the problems that they kind of highlight right in the movie it all can kind of could have easily been uh, fixed by just Talking and you know communicating, and the fact that it got like dragged for so long, I think like makes it harder to deal with, and um, yeah, it's it's all the lies that kind of catch up with you, right? Like we said uh, earlier on, in this sh- movie just kind of shows you that. So yeah, but to come to conclusion, other, uh, I would say to be honest, this film when I watched it the first time and when I watched it again, right. Uh, you can kind of relate to it. I mean, it's very unlike, I'm sorry, I'm saying this again, but it's very unlike a Dharma production uh, film where I'm like, hey, this dad character I can relate to, or I know exactly people like this, right? Because normally it's these over-the-top dads who are like, you know, the yeah <laughs> li- living this lavish life. And you're like, hey, what does he really do to have all that money? Right? <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I, 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 I uh, really appreciate that this film was down to earth. Again, I'm not poking holes in the storyline or the narrative. It just you just feel nice because I stayed with the film right till the end. Uh, you know, minus all the riffraff and the songs and whatnot. But it's it's just that the characters were so well written and. The, the, there were instances that were so real and I think any kid or any parent would be able to relate to that um, you know at some point in in their life so i I really like that and um, in the end for me that one thing that that uh, you know i I kind of remember uh, which is that you know everyone makes mistakes, which is which is what Rishi Kapoor's character says, that everyone makes mistakes, it's okay kind of. come Very Indian, right? <laughs> you need an elder person to tell you, hey man, it's all right, don't worry, maybe I'll make mistakes, Shall we now come together for the photograph and let's kind of you know hang out and all. So, yeah, I mean, you got your happy ending, right? Yeah, it was,
1: it was kind of like a bittersweet uh, ending, right? I mean, it took all of that to get them and get Rishi Kapoor to finally get that family picture of his, so yeah. So, that's it from us uh, this week on Pops in a Pod. Uh, But stay tuned next week and I think the next couple of weeks. I mean, uh, you know, we're already in a new month and the month of love. So, definitely uh, there's going to be something related to that. But just a heads up, we're not getting our wives again on the podcast.
0: (laughs) I just want to say... I love my wife. I would get her on every single episode of Ops in a Pot. Peter, on the other hand, well, Peter, I guess uh, i leave it to you. <laughs>
1: but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, if you have uh, a movie and considering the limited amount of Bollywood movies I watch, maybe uh, recommend <laughs> us a Hollywood movie this time that you would like us to uh, to talk about at least from the parenting angle uh, you can reach out to us at uh, popsinapod at gmail.com
0: or you can search for popsinapod and follow us on Instagram and Facebook um, like our stuff you can share it or you can even you know write a comment if you have any feedback suggestions um, we read all comments so yeah we'll be out there and uh, until next week which is uh Something to do with love and not our wives, hopefully. (laughs) We shall see you guys next week.
1: Alright, see you guys.